rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is yet, reasonable yet, ignorance. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We got you. Yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Cooler. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm Magic Mike. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when a motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. <laughs> what are we talking? <laughs> Somebody's rusty. <laughs> Pop it. Bangers. Bombs. Controversy. Rewind. Hand claps. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? He's making sure he knows all the buttons for the yeah, show. Yeah, but no. Why am I Matt so Ricardo, Sonic Palace Studios. So entertaining. No sound guy, Mike. Tonight we got the original, the uh, uh, the the head of the head engineer in charge. He is back, the original, the one that did us from the first day one. Day one. Day one. 181 episodes ago. Yeah. Wow. We was in a very small room. Yeah. Now we in a big room. We in a big room with a- The big room. <laughs> with, a, with a window to go see through the next, to the next room. Yeah. Yeah. This, Official. This, I feel like I'm on a jail visit. <laughs> 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 the county. Matt McCardo, what's going on, man? Gotcha. Yes. Hand claps. He's not going to say a word. <laughs> Magic Mike is back. I'm back. I'm happy to be back. We recording this live. I'm on. I'm on Instagram live right now. So I'm on at Magic Mike Thirty Two. Uh, Schedule, hold on. Scheduling conflicts last week. I yeah. couldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, hand claps. You know, the, <laughs> The cold. <laughs> Hand claps on that. Yeah, you weren't here last week. Hand claps. This Hand claps. <laughs> Stop. That shit is so hey, annoying. Hey, shut up. Hey, hey, you this, shut up. This shut is, up. This is a very shut up. brutal winter we are going through here in Chicago with the cold, the rain, the, the, the snow, the sleet, the freezing. Man. Like, this is. This is really brutal. Like we haven't had this in, in quite some time, about eight, nine years. Yeah. yeah, yeah and we got we got like a days ago with the with the one or two snows, you know. I'm not gonna really going to complain a lot because I do the snow remover and it's very profitable, you know. No complaints, no complaints at I, all. I, right? I know my baby mama looking at this. Child support still gonna be the same. Nothing. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get a dime. Uh we got a special guest in here tonight. We got Delcia here tonight. Oh my God, I look awful. Oh, you, uh, Put it on there. <laughs> she looks awful. Put it on there. Yeah. You look awful. Fuck you. And That's guess cool. what? We less than two hours away from Valentine's Day. Hey, hand claps. The day for lovers. The, the great day for the last. I'm, I'll be uh, 49 in October for the last, so like the last 32 years. Mm-hmm. I've been getting my shit together for like a day like tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> I'm selling shit on on uh, live. I'll be selling it live. What are you selling? Uh, excuses. 
Pop it. <laughs> Where have you been? I got a uh, the, the uh, property bags from the police department. Bombs. Yeah, I, I got I got a lot of shit. I got uh, the bracelets from the emergency room. Put your name on it. Date. I got Listen. Listen, only only side chicks go for this shit. Go be with your main person. Be with the main. Yeah. The dips and the side chicks. <laughs> this is who you use this type of stuff for. Don't go to don't use this shit with the lady you lay with every night. You he be with her. Dumb enough to do that though. I'm talking about the, the even the lady. You know what I'm saying? You know, like ladies, if your man has been short, you know. Shorter than sticking you for a while, but he's providing for you. Uh-huh. He's taking in two kids that's not his, and he has a roof over your head, and he's been giving everything to you for like the all the holidays. You okay. Know. Talk brought, to him. Talk to him. Now. He brought all of your family members over from Parkway Gardens, and they didn't tow up shit Pop in his it. house. <laughs> Pop <laughs> it. Hold on, hold on. Pop it. Bombs. If- <laughs> This sweet grandmother that came over to teach her how to make the macaroni and cheese in the oven instead on top of the stove. Yeah. You got to be thankful for those type of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we don't get those type of moments. All right? So don't cheat on her. <laughs> don't cheat on her. Words of wisdom. Yeah. she. she you, you cheat on a lady who... who you go over her house and she has the the mop that she's mopping the whole one bedroom apartment with with three kids. Stories in the sink. Words of wisdom. My magic mic. You cheat on a lady that boils the fabuloso in the pot on top of the stove <laughs> to make the whole house smell. <laughs> There's so many better ways now. Yeah. Dude, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dollar you, Tree has these cute little diffusers. Yeah, you don't go over our house ever again. I mean. You don't see her. T- boil the Fabuloso on top of the There's stove. People be doing that now, shit about Jesus. to kill themselves. Yeah. Hey, look, look, look. You wonder why the dog ran away. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch gonna kill us all. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> dog got it. Alopecia. Rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Single H. um, Stop referring to my fucking bra size. Double H. All right. Yay. Shouts out to the double H's. She could could not um, withstand the whole meatless month of February, and she backtracked and ate beef. Sure did. That yes. beef filet was delicious. And has on the Wu Tang socks right now. Cream. Sucker. <laughs> it was great. You're a sucker Me- MC. Nice, medium, rare, just like how I like it. Paint the picture. Why, what happened? I go up on 47 into the kitchen, see what they got going on. What, what? can I munch on? Uh huh. And Omar's like, I got this filet. And I'm like, filet? He was like, yeah, he was like, and this is just how you like it. And he cut it open. And it was all nice and red. There was no gray line. It was nice and charred on the outside. And I just dug in. Couldn't deal with the plant based at all, honey. Yeah, it was fine. Why lasted? Yeah, you gotta eat that blood, huh? Pop it! <laughs> but I definitely had to have it. What's the kitchen? Where's that at? On 47. And what? On the 47th floor, the Leo Burnett building. That my oh, job. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was thinking 47th Street. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So downtown, 
got you to go back to eating meat? I mean, I was at work, and that's exactly what they had. I mean, I didn't have to have that because that was it was crackers. putting out. Surf, it. They was putting out surfing turf, but I eaten enough shrimp. Hold on a second. <laughs> Actually, the event was black lawyers having lunch. Yeah, so. the brothers was trying them to niggas, get you. Them niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Man, the them niggas ain't shit either. I've been saying that shit for the longest, but the motherfuckers Them like niggas grow. ain't shit. Them niggas is worse than uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather <laughs> that wants to uh, go, uh, support Gucci. No man. Pop it. It was good, though. What did you expect from Floyd? What did you expect from him? Exactly. Of course he's going to spend $300,000 or $200,000, whatever he spent in that Actually. store. And that's his That's his thing. But Flint, Michigan, water line is still messed up. Listen, that's how much a is whole other issue <laughs> right there. Cause how, much is he, how much has he fought that fight? A third of America does not huh? have clean water. Oh, he yeah. hasn't fought that fight at all, period. It's all right. not just Flint, y'all. Why are you around here walking around in riding boots? And he never rode a horse. <laughs> I don't expect no man that wears riding boots. You know what riding boots are? Yeah, yeah. What the jockeys wear. Up to their knees. Putting the pants in the in the boots, right? All the way down. Yeah. You don't wear you don't respect nobody. I don't he, have a problem with him going in Gucci spending that money because it's his fucking money. He just didn't have to tell nobody about it. You're a contrarian as usual. I mean, that's his fucking business. It's, your, it's you being a contrarian it's as usual. It's his fucking business. Besides, and I don't give a fuck. Right, you bloody eater. He made, he made his business pl- public. He made it public because that's he wanted he to did. make a scene. Exactly. And, he he's, ambivalent, and he's ambivalent and he's he's wants to... Exactly. Uh, so, like, fucking, we wouldn't even be you know having what? this conversation. You know what Floyd is saying, too, is like, okay, I understand Gucci came out with this image that was clearly offensive to black people but he's like I don't give a fuck about that I'm rich I got money I can buy whatever I want do whatever I want this don't mean nothing to me and what that's really saying is like that's poor people problems like I don't even subscribe to any of that that's that's what I that's what I perceive that as from Floyd and that's just what it is and you're okay, and like, with, and you're okay with that why should I even care about what he does with his money and with that being said, what is her name now? The Glamazon Tayomi's back. <laughs> the sex expert. I don't get no fuck what Floyd do with his money. That ain't none of my business. Hold, it, hold, <laughs> hold, hold that thought. You should care. Why? You both, all, everybody should care. We're in the middle of a boycott. You mean some people are in the middle of a boycott? The black delegation has called for a boycott of Gucci. How many black people are actually buying Gucci? Besides those who, I mean, because you got to be in a certain tax pack to actually buy Gucci regularly. T.I., so, T.I., oh, I didn't mean so, to cut you off. Go ahead. So so basically, the black elite are boycotting Gucci because the average lay black person is not shopping at Gucci. You shop at Gucci? Hell no. I shop at Rainbow. You never bought Gucci at all? No. I've never, I, Boy, I don't. What did you see she got on some coach boots? Pop it! <laughs> Winner coach boots. <laughs> These shoes were a gift over 10 years ago. Um, but I don't buy name brand stuff. I buy what looks good on my body and what I can afford. And Gucci is not something that is within my realm of things that I find valuable. So I'm just not going to spend like $500 on something that I can invest in my business. But you so. have some black mem- some members of the black delegation that are not a part of the black elite. That At will, all. That will go out and buy those kind of brands from the t- Italian brands. 
Uh, Roosevelt like, and Millard. If you are a person that is not breaking the bank to buy Gucci and you shop at Gucci regularly, you're probably choosing to boycott Gucci. But the average lay black person is not shopping at Gucci to say that we're in a boycott because they don't even go to that store. They don't even... Give me a ratio. I don't have a ratio. I said the average, that is a ratio, the average black lay person who is most African-Americans annual income is under $20,000 a year. So for the average black person to be making that, buying Gucci is a, an expense that's really outside of their range. The average black person out here is not shopping at Gucci regularly. So for the people who are, they're most definitely boycotting. But you can't say you're boycotting something if you don't even shop there. How am I boycotting Gucci when I don't support them? I've never given Gucci a dime. But do I give Gucci my attention as far as looking at their ads and stuff and admiring their products? Sure. I think Gucci is a beautiful brand. I used to study fashion. I've always wanted to like rock Gucci, but that's not important to me. So I don't spend my money on it. So I'm not boycotting Gucci because I don't even support them in the first place. So a part of the black delegation is boycotting Gucci. And it's, I guess, a slap in the face for them because they've given so much of their money and promotion to Gucci by putting them in their songs their videos. and their videos and all of that. And so now they feel like, damn, I done spent all this money and giving you all this support and you still look at me as a nigga. Like Jay-Z says, still nigga. And they do it over and over and over again to remind us. And yet and still, you kept giving them your money, giving, you, giving them your money. Louis Vuitton has done it. Niggas still support Louis Vuitton. I mean, it's happened over and over and over again in fashion. So for the ones that actually partake in that world, in those products, sure, they're boycotting. But I'm not a part of that. And why would I waste my time when I'm building a business and I got all this stuff going on in my personal world? Why would I waste my time focusing on that? Gucci don't give me no money. I don't make money from Gucci. I don't waste my time thinking about things that are going to take me off my course and my purpose and what I'm doing in life. So... If Oprah came down from the heavens and was like, black people, we boycott and Trader Joe's. Listen. You would you would boycott? I'm at Trader Joe's because they got cauliflower rice that is pre-made and I need that shit. I'm not going to compromise my health and the things that I need to do for me to focus on a cause that our people are focusing on. If it's not directly affecting me, and it's going to take me off of my purpose. I'm going to send love to that. And I'm going to focus on what I got going on. That's Do you listen it. to Gucci Mane? Gucci Mane? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, she listens to Trap Gucci House 3. That's my favorite thing. one. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gucci Mane is my, is my shit. <laughs> That's what we need to be protesting. No. What? You, what? what, what? Uh, lady like help. you that talks as, as, as articulate as you do, man, you are very... Uh, it comes across very clear and clean at what you're saying. It oh, gets your points you. across. Thank you. I have a lot of media training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike the ladies I'm used to with the fuck you mean. Fuck Them, you yeah, mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can get, I see, you know, it's funny because yeah. my father has always taught me to be able to switch it up. So in times when I need to be eloquent, I can be. And then if I have to go a little street and relax my language, I can too. So you go to Francis so. and Cooper's Hall. Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I, you. Okay. All right. I ended up at this bar in, it wasn't even Atlanta. It was like some small little like 
like side suburb right off of Buckhead. And apparently it was like the cheers of the neighborhood. They were like, how you end up here? And I'm like, well, I just like to yeah. be integrated into, you know, yeah. the life. Like not feel like a tourist or whatever. But yeah. it was just random, you know, because it really did feel like like where everybody knows your name. But yeah. everybody in there was black. Exactly. And But it was all love and vibes. Exactly. And we got the smoke outside. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, black folks seem to be up in arms about a lot of black face stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of things we should be. Prada. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Montclair. Uh, what, what's uh, what's Katy Perry. Yeah, oh, those fucking shoes well, nobody were not shoes Jimmy Fallon. Blackface. Uh, those shoes were not fucking blackface. If anything, they were fucking just ugly as hell. You well, know, they putting everybody in, everybody's like, white is getting black face except for Jesus. When Stop put, it! <laughs> Jesus and motherfucking Santa Claus. Bombs! Yeah. Jesus and fucking Santa Claus. Yeah. How about step number three? Fake, create fake outrage. Make them niggas mad at everything. Niggas better stop getting mad at everything or that motherfucking Donald Trump is going to be president again. Stop, goddammit. I mean, at the end of the day, though, how are you upset at a brand that you don't even consume besides would, would the image? Would you imagine church Sunday morning, <laughs> they put Jesus in blackface on a Thursday? <laughs> What would these nigga preachers say to their congregation? Oh my goodness, yeah. What would they really be saying? You didn't do my Jesus like that. Could you imagine that? Could you really imagine that? Talk to him. Not my Lord and Savior in blackface. Talk to him. And that would really fuck up all these ladies out here. Listen to this tickling Pastor Jenkins. Lord. Reverend Meeks. Uh, Pastor uh, 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 down there with this nigga got a, he got a, uh, what's his name down there the new new birth what's his name new new beginning. new life new not life my what's Jesus. his name um, Pastor Hannah Hannah yes. Hannah not my could you Jesus. imagine him trying to explain that to these people mm -hmm. could you imagine a nigga trying to explain oh, to these niggas uh, the white folks put Jesus in blackface come on oh, <laughs> I want to see that popping oh, then I can relax. I thought the best feeling in life would probably Jesus be Jesus and nut. fucking Santa Claus are off limits. Where's the lie? Yeah, when the Mall of America made Where's motherfuckers the let a black Santa be up in that motherfuckers protest their heart than the motherfuckers. Yes. One Christmas. Said, Walmart, who has a monopoly on the black community. And we're going to get to your bonnet that you wore last week because you're out of order. In, in a minute, you had to go in the next room and violate yourself <laughs> in that window so I could see it. But listen, I wasn't listen you had a bonnet on in public. Y'all don't roll with people like that. But listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost about to boycott you. The only thing you said last week is you got the Wu-Tang socks on. The Wu-Tang socks saved you. Jesus Sanders I came outside and got in the car wearing my bonnet. That bonnet is equivalent to these niggas that be out here with them dirty-ass fucking do-rags on. I would have got banned you if you tried to get in my car with a bonnet on. I would have burnt rubber on you. You think you I give a fuck about how you feel? You told me you'd go up the feel? block to get you a short baby pop when I get back to the flat. <laughs> you had to burn rubber out in the back. Went to the, went to the closet to saw my clothes. All I saw was hanging some poles. Went to the phone and called your mama and told her you had burning rubber on me, Charlie. Oh anyway, but listen. Hand she, claps on that one. That's the name of this episode. What's the name of it? Imagine Jesus in blackface. Please. <laughs> what, the, the what would you niggas do? If your pastor had to 
get up and explain that. They let they, they would let El Chapo back out of jail before <laughs> they, they would give Donald Trump ninety two billion dollars to build a wall all around America. Let me, let before me. they let that happen. <laughs> they would take my child support away from me. Glamazon Tayomi, Magic Mike, Del Cip. Dogs will meow before oh, they do that. Man. Let me let me ask <laughs> you. Meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> That midget you seen tonight at the bar with me tonight, oh, where he would Lord. be tall as Manute Bowl before they do that. Oh my God! Oh, I can't. We... <laughs> Let me ask you: Does the the jury um oh. <laughs> does does the jury from the El Chapo case have to go in hiding? That's one. Uh, I already don't take you know no. <laughs> I don't do not take no uh, jury duty. Uh-huh. I've never answered not one of those. Me neither. I I don't mind. Want to be like you got a jury these summers over here? I'll be like, I'm not going that shit. You know, Cloudy County is. They don't need oh, me. Goodness gracious. What are they gonna tell me? Hey man, you didn't come to jury. Every I, time I, I show up to jury duty, they don't never. Accept that's me one jury duty me. I would not have uh, uh, tried to attend. No, they don't have to go in and hide. They don't know where they are. I mean, I always get up there. Is he black? <laughs> is he black? Because if he's black, he's innocent. <laughs> El Chapo completely. Like, they flew him to New York City. Did you see him on uh, World News tonight? His eyes was big, like somebody just popped 72 M80s. I mean, it was inevitable, though. It was inevitable. I mean, he's infamous. So when you're infamous, it's really easy to, you got so much evidence, like you get sloppy after a while. And his his wife ain't shit. She went to the court every day. Then she went to the Super Bowl. They had on World News. She went to the Super Bowl? Yeah, she went to the Super Bowl. Oh, shoot. He's made over $14 billion. And he's reinvested into the drug game. So mm-hmm. she is still good with the family. So she's, uh, as my grandma used to say, living the life of Riley. Damn. Not Riley from the boondocks. <laughs> she's living the life of Riley. She's having a good time. Your thoughts mm-hmm. on She stayed in New York City in the most, in a Brooklyn hotel, a five-star Brooklyn hotel. Did for she three testify? Months. But why wouldn't she, though? For three months. Did she testify? I mean- while y'all worried about little little main main that was getting money on sixty first and normal, and y'all thought he was really doing it, and now he dead, and y'all ain't got shit, and his kids is out here acting a damn fool right now, and the baby mamas is not eight grandmas together because main main was fucking somebody on fifty fifth and normal, <laughs> and now they didn't ran into each other since he's been dead. They they they. Uh, Split up the two Chevys he had to take the kids to school 22 years ago, and these bitches ain't got they, got their stuff together yet. So, did you say split up the two Chevys? Yeah, he had a, he had a, 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 a short, <laughs> he had a two door and a four door. Popping. Okay, Delcia, Glamazon, did you? Um, um, I lost my train of thought. Yo, here Mike, we go. You got me weak off that Jesus blackface. That's- yeah. Um, that was funny. Kodak Black said he's not boycotting Gucci, man. I mean, Gucci of either. Not. Why would he? He's not boycotting Gucci either. Why would he? You see how ugly he is? Popping. Why? <laughs> why would he? Nigga with, he going to have no bitch tomorrow. But <laughs> he going to be in Ruth Chris by himself. They like, they like <laughs> I like what I like. I got money to buy it. This shit don't mean nothing to me. Let me go buy some more Gucci. There it is right there. And Gucci don't give a fuck because Gucci isn't going to go anywhere and they're not going to lose 
as much money as people think because they don't want you niggas buying their shit anyway. You, there, you know what? I, there I, is no collective, really, the, no collective unity for this sad boycott. So it's going to last for a minute as a public outrage and it's going to glaze over like every other social media outrage that happens every day. Because you, okay. you, you have an account with a bank now. You have an account with a bank now. You have an account with a bank now. I have an account with a bank now. Bank of America, Chase Bank, Harris Bank. We have, you know, Illinois a, few hundred, a few hundred dollars. There's people out here that live out here in this uh, western suburb that nobody lived in in the 60s mm-hmm. when the uh, civil rights movement first started. There's people, there's Marquette Park where Reverend Martin Luther King was hit upside the head with a rock Stories. when he was marching. Is 87% black now. Mm-hmm. Other half is Mexican, 1% white. So now there is no unity for that, uh, for us to come together because that guy out in, out here in Oak Brook, Oak, uh, Oak Park, he's not coming back out to the south side. The guy in Naperville, oh, he's not coming past uh, shit, Wabash and, 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 and fucking Adams because he's, he's bourgeois right now. You know uh, and his family is, is on a totally different, and Lake Forest and all those people. If That's back something then, to say, though, because I've been, I've been examining this whole idea of, like, not forgetting where you come from idea that people usually push on those who are, like, elevating to, like, a higher status. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's like when a person starts to make money and then they have status and then it gets out, People automatically feel entitled to their time and their money. Yeah. When you go back to the places where you were, where there are people who are still struggling and living in poverty consciousness, when you go back there, you're literally just going to be seen as somebody that you want to get something from. Yeah. And it's like you're not trying to abandon or leave the people that's there. You just know you can't stay there or even go around because people are not even going to really value you. They're just going to try to use you. So that explains the whole theory of the guy that comes home from jail after four years and the guy that comes home from college after four years with his degree. Hey, man, I got mm-hmm. my degree. Yo. All right, that's good, motherfucker. But can you beat my ass? And the guy that's come home from jail, they know he's struggling, so they throwing him a barbecue and yeah. giving him outfits. It's so interesting pussy. you said that because you there know? was an article that was written. I forget which news outlet it was, but it talked about no, it was it was a documentary I watched on Netflix, and it talked about the the wage gap. Yeah. Uh, and and just like the the pay gap, the income gap between white America and Black America. Yeah. And it's like for those Black first generation students who were able to go to college and all that, it's like yeah, that's great. But then they coming home a with that, and then b their families depending on them to be yeah. the breadwinner. So, yeah. so they can't even really pull themselves up by their bootstraps to really, like, get themselves out of that, that it's, like, just a never-ending cycle. So <clears throat> it's interesting that you said that. And, and I, I, seen, I seen it firsthand uh, with, a, with a friend of mine. Uh, graduated from Leo in 87, went to Northern Illinois, and uh, he did all four years there. But every summer he would come home, his guys would see him on TV playing basketball for Northern Illinois, on a scholarship, mm-hmm. uh, they would call him superstar. But he was still in the neighborhood. He was still on the same block that he grew up in. On he went to high school in at his mom's house. He had a girlfriend. He had a car, but 
you know, he was still in the community. Mm -hmm. But since he could play ball a little better, and they didn't see him all winter, and they just seen him on TV, they would call him superstar. Right. And he would get fouled even harder. And the guy I'm talking about is is, is Donald Whiteside. He eventually made the NBA at 27 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, and once he made the NBA, the guys really applauded him. But he didn't go back to the neighborhood he came from mm -hmm. because, you know, he, he made the Toronto Raptors, and then the next year he made the Atlanta Hawks. He didn't make a millions of dollars, mm -hmm. but he made a nice living for himself, married his sweetheart, had two children, and and, and then he, he kept him, you know, he kept him moving. He, he progressed in life. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't, you know, he, he has Inglewood in him because right. he's tough, but he don't wear it on his chest like the guy that went to jail Mm -hmm. for the four years, and then he has to tell his story, and he didn't know how to progress in life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that guy is still on the same block. Exactly. And that guy is still in the same crap game. Exactly. That guy is, he's learning how to. He hasn't the, progressed beyond that. The, about the most progression he's made is learning how to play poker. Exactly. <laughs> and he think he's, he, he knows the turn in the flop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he think he has a master's degree mm -hmm. in gambling. So he, he would probably put himself at that same, you know, my man is in Dallas now, you know, mm -hmm. right side. And the other guy is back at the crib. Right. But he'll tell you in a minute, I taught white side everything you know. I, 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 I found the shit out of him. I made him tough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's always going to be the street knowledge versus the book knowledge. Mm -hmm. But then somehow common sense gets lost in between all that. You know what it is? The person with the street knowledge that hasn't progressed beyond the street is so indoctrinated and rooted in the past and in memories. Their glory days, the things that they remember back then, they're not yeah. even really present. Yeah. So they just going through life in the motions. <clears throat> and people who choose to progress, people who don't go back, they know that going back, there's nothing there for them. So you can show appreciation and have love for that, but you know it made you. But there is nothing there for you anymore, and you move on. That's just something you did. It's not who you really are. Exactly. So for these people, and I'm gonna say this: the people that are in that tax bracket that's boycotting Gucci, they got a whole different awareness than where they used to be, which was in the trap. You know, the the lifestyle that they lived for a long time. Many of them, at least a whole decade is of opulence and luxury. There is nothing that has ever been off limits to them since they, they moved into that bracket. All of those clubs are closed now. Heroes. Yeah, but what, what, Chick what, Ricks. But what do you what, what do you say to, to the black delegation members? Who is who, this black delegation? Like, who, 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 who are they? Is it black Twitter? It's black Twitter. Is it black Twitter? It's, bla it's black Twitter. It's black Facebook. It's you. Because I definitely the, don't be on Twitter or Facebook at all. It's, so. it's, it's mm. the four of us. That's part of black delegation. You miss you missing a whole ignorant ass world. We are, we are, we are <laughs> good. We are we are <laughs> I'm good. We make up the thirteen of the fifteen percent of the del. What we are in this in this <clears throat> population of no delegation. And we spend. So you're not, a, point. you're not a part of. Wait, wait. You're not a part of the black delegation. I'm a part of my life delegation. I'm a part of God's <laughs> delegation, and I am a black person. I am a brown person, and I do not join with collective poverty consciousness. I don't join with anything that's not about progressing us forward. If we're gonna keep going back to these things in the past that have have hurt us. 
<clears throat> and brought upon us like these traumatic experiences. I'm not for that. I'm for moving forward. <clears throat> How about we eradicate blackface even meaning anything to us at this point? How about that? How about we change our perception around that instead of getting upset at these brands that's choosing to use this art, essentially, to brand themselves? How about we change our consciousness around it instead of just saying, we're going to boycott this brand? I mean, because that's, it's that, deeper that's than good. just a clothing line. That's it's good the consciousness. and all, but, but you, can't, you, cannot, you cannot separate yourself from the black delegation. I can. I can do whatever I want. Why? Because why it's my life. Why, why would I want to? I only want to join with people, my people, who are about progressing forward, deepening their spiritual awareness, and really just just leaving all of this this traumatic ass shit behind. I'm it's time for sister. us to heal. But that's what yeah. they're doing I'm with the boys. It's time for us to that's heal. What that's what they're doing that's with the boys. That's what they're doing with the boys. That's what they're doing with the boys. Let's go. Yeah, that's I what, need some dick shit. Yeah, dude, let's go. That's what, what's up with that pussy? <laughs> Fuck these black people. Bob. What that smell like. But right, right, right. I I agree with you on that part. Right, right. What the pussy smell like. Yeah, yeah. With the pussy. Coach Boots on, I'm keeping that one on. We gonna go for what we know. <laughs> <laughs> At Magic Mike 32. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Hand claps. Fuck <laughs> At Glamazon Tayoma. You need to boycott all these niggas with these. No concealing carries shooting the shit out of people. I mean, it, all the these niggas not graduating from eighth grade. <laughs> I mean, but they starting their own businesses. <laughs> all these drug dealers. Uh -huh. We need to cook. We need to. Boycott a whole Come bunch on of now. shit. They're not gonna listen. You can't ask them to All boycott the drug dealers because what stories would they have? What stories would the rappers have if you boycotted the drug dealers? We need to boycott the go. mumble rappers. Oh my God. We got to boycott the mumble rappers. No, I'm sorry. I'm not. I am not. Who? Okay, wait. Who do you consider boycott a mumble Damon rapper? For apologizing to Jay Z because he went at the motherfucking brunch for a rock of nation. Wait, wait, wait. Dame did what? He apologized. I'm sorry. <laughs> you seen it? Yeah, I did. You seen it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was very man man of him to do that. Yeah, Dame Dash apologized to uh, Steve Stout, um, Jay Z, Cohen. Leo Cohen, who's not of the black delegation, and Puffy. Uh, no, it wasn't Puffy. Yeah, Puffy. Yeah, I don't remember him saying. Yeah, he word. said Puffy too. Yeah, he, did, he did, I didn't remember him saying that. Yeah. All, I, the videos that I saw on Instagram, him saying uh, Biggs, his former rock partner at Rockefeller. Uh, Jay Z, um, Steve Stout, and Leo Cohen. That's it. Did he was he purposely not there, or he just couldn't make it? I mean, he said he was in his in his in his feelings about the situation, um, about whatever's those he had in, in feelings at towards whoever he was throwing darts towards. Those four names that I remember now, I've never had him, heard him have. Any problems with Sean Puffy Combs at all, period. But was he invited to the brunch? No. He wasn't. So, okay. If he wasn't invited to the brunch, then why would he why would he issue a public apology for not being at the brunch? I mean, I, I think to? over the years he's said a lot of things. These last couple of years he said a lot of things about how Did the he relationship say he wasn't invited to the brunch? I don't think it had anything. That's her saying about the brunch. I didn't I'm say anything saying, about it. That's him and her saying about the brunch. The, the, the brunch happened, and the thing about it is. It's been happening for the last five years. The brunch. Yeah, the it's brunch, a popular thing. Like, it's the brunch. He, brunch he lives in at. LA. Yeah. Like every Grammy, every, every Saturday. Here's the thing what we do before Grammys. 
here's the thing that we do. The brunch is happens, and then at the same time, he apologized during the talk of the brunch after the videos came out of, of seeing all these blacks, the <laughs> black elite in those areas Kevin at Hart. the brunch. Shit to me. Meek Mills, uh, Jay, <laughs> but it goes back to it, but it also goes back to. A, a, a situation I wanted I, I wanted to so bring up. So was it that he when felt like him. he wasn't a part of 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 that greatness in that moment? Because that I did post that video that that Beyonce had on her page, which was quite epic to see Yo Gotti, to see just like to see all of these black people, these rappers specifically, who are now in this elitist arena, all together, dressed up, dressed to the nines, got their cigars, got their drinks, and they're really pushing for collective like black culture and yeah hip-hop. because they see how they've taken our culture and they make that fuck, fucking jingle now trying to, trying to offer it up as it, their own culture exactly and so, try to take it like they did rock and roll yeah cause Puffy Puffy been saying it for the longest he like we are the culture we need to take take responsibility for what we've created so was it that Dame felt like he missed out on that because he was a part of helping build Rockefeller. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because because I saw Dame last September in Atlanta, and I got a lot of respect for the man, and he was saying a lot of good stuff. But I I could imagine how he felt looking at that and seeing that he wasn't even a part of what he helped build. But yeah. his his my his, his the thing that I want to say. Um, the narrative is that the brunch was going on, and him making the apology either right after their brunch, period. So everything, you know how we are as a collective, as the black delegation, we put things one-on-one together, and then we come with our own synopsis of, of what's going on. And we I still don't here. know who this delegation is, but I understand. I'm you, following you, you. You said you're not a part of the delegation. You're part of the whatever... Just a word he thinks. You're part of the delegation. I'm, I'm, we a all de- are part of the black delegation. Decor- the black delegation's been around name. since... Word. Way before you were even born, we just didn't have the, the the title of black delegation. Your pastor didn't tell you about it. We had you, black you, nation, you, whatever you want to call it, the black nation. I guess or it's the idea Rainbow that Coalition. if you if you have brown skin, that you are for the collective cause of the people. It could be for the collective cause. It could be for whatever the I'm cause for is. Us moving forward, it's, it's I'm about not for us continuing to stay in. in it's in about the work. The it's traumatic it's, consciousness that we have been for the last few decades, like. Dr. King had a dream, and that dream was to move beyond this. So, I'm for that. I'm for. I'm with that delegation. Let you don't me know. Think, you don't think Dr. King was a part of the black delegation? Let me know when the corner, that corner of the delegation, who got the solutions to move forward, is activated. Because I'm a part of that part of the delegation. You don't but, think. You don't think Dr. King was part of the black delegation? I think Dr. King was for the collective consciousness of moving society forward for unity. Not just for blacks, but for everyone. Not the last two years. So, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. But Not the last two years before his death. He wasn't for that. Listen, Dr. King was for equality for not all the, people. Not Freedom, the, not justice, the, not and equality. The last We're not talking about integration. We're talking about equality. Not That's last, two different things. Not the last two because years Because the last two death. years before his death, he realized that integration was not what he should have been pushing for. So I know what you're talking about in that regard. Right. Dr. But Dr. King, King tried to love somebody. But Dr. King was for unity and for equality for all people. Had. You said what? Segregation was the best thing niggas ever had. They know how good they That's had. part of the black delegation. They wanted to fuck. They won't. But see, 
motherfuckers got to stop thinking that what's for the next person is for them. What's for them definitely ain't for us. Because what's for us ain't for fucking them. The other fucking day, some white bitch at my job, she don't even work at my job, but in the building, she comes ask me, can I have the number to the girl that braids your hair? No, bitch, you cannot. <laughs> Push the fuck on. Last Friday, I'm in that bitch. Story. Me and my crew, we all wear dashikis. Every Friday, Black History Month, we're in this bitch in our dashikis. Here come a white bitch. Oh, we're twins. No, bitch, we are not. You shouldn't even have that on. <laughs> Nothing that is Pop for it. me will ever be for them. I will never, ever invite them to anything that I've built for me and my fucking people, okay? Because I don't want what the fuck they didn't build. I'm not trying to get a seat at their motherfucking table. I build my own fucking table. And if I got to steal the food off their table so me and man can eat, that's what the fuck I will do. But I'm not finna shuck and jive and press on so they can fucking include me. I don't want to be included in none of that shit. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm not down with the whole feminist movement. Cause you oh, the bitches, movement that never included us? That was never for us to begin with. It was Them about bitches their just liberation. numbers. They didn't want us to have the right to fucking vote or none of that. Woman suffrage won for us. Okay. I'm not on none of that shit. So when black people stop trying to be all inclusive, we'd be straight. Segregation was the best shit we ever had. Our money stayed in the motherfucking circle. We had fucking real life families and shit trying to be on what everybody else is on. That's what's got us fucked up. Wanting to sit over there with them motherfuckers. Fuck that. I'm good. You're good. Them niggas didn't want us to sit at the front of the bus. I'm finna build my own bus company. Fuck it, I'll walk everywhere the fuck I need to go. Did you get a chance to watch Trigger Warning yet? No. The Wait, first episode of Trigger Warning? That's on Netflix? Yeah, did you watch it yet? No, no. Shouts no, out no. to Marla Stewart of Velvet Lips LLC for being a part of that series. Yes, my soul you, sister. You watched it? I have not yet because I haven't had the time, but um, I know that she's on the show. So. so you three have an assignment to do that you need to watch Trigger Warning by Killer TV. Mike. It's on Netflix. Oh, uh, uh, that's uh, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's I watched the first one. I watched episode, the first episode one. Right, that's what I just I, said. I, I, Did you watch Trigger but Warning? I, I didn't. I didn't know. Remember you said Killer Mike? I didn't. I didn't Killer Mike. Trigger warning, episode one, where he he shopped and did everything black. Yeah. Black black cell phone. Black, black bus. bus. Yeah. When you don't get down. He couldn't even eat the barbecue. He couldn't even eat the food where he was at because when he went to uh, Athens, Georgia, yeah. he had to wait to the next morning to go to the black barbecue place. And then he said that this come from a black farm. And it was no. No, it was no. So he couldn't even eat the food. So, yeah. I His ally... Which was white yeah. was able to eat it. You should watch the show. And mm -hmm. reason why I say you articulate because Big Mike or Killer Mike mm -hmm. comes off as very articulate, and you can comprehend what he's saying. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what certain people they grab your attention. That's mm -hmm. what they do. You can comprehend them, and they articulate what you need. Most preachers, now, mm -hmm. the preachers that I named earlier. Mm -hmm. Are very uh, popular, and they grasped the fact of what was going on in the streets, and they started preaching to a certain group of people, mm -hmm. mainly women, who were mm -hmm. going through certain things, and they could really relate to them. Yep. These preachers, Meeks, uh, Hannah, Jenkins, and it, well, it, it's don't forget the West Side preachers too. Now, uh, it, I don't get no nigga on the West Side. Nothing, no credit. <laughs> you, gotta <chill. laughs> you gotta chill. You gotta chill. Only nigga on the chill. West Side I like is uh, Corey Moses, Coach Moses. Shout out to Coach Moses. Shout out to Coach Moses. 
The rest of them Teletubby dressing ass niggas on the west side. <laughs> hey, you gotta chill, man. We <laughs> coming in my side like that, yo. <laughs> hey, look. Hold Col- on. Colorful suits and bullshit ass <laughs> pellies on. You gotta chill. I don't fuck with that. Give me a rewind again. I do. Oh Look, um, the man, Uncle Remus. Excuse me, yeah, you going too far now? You got yeah, you. Uncle I, Remus. I don't eat meat no more anyway, so I'm good. Listen, <laughs> I just started eating meat like a motherfucker on keto, so I'm good. You back eating meat now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alexander tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? You going to Alexander tomorrow? Yes. Valentine's Day. Yes. Well, well, With you and Damien. Mm-mm. Okay. Somebody you, you need to see you, you back eating me. not Damien. Yes. You back eating me. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, dick over my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. My mentor started the keto diet, and she <laughs> she recommended that I do it. We have the same body type, and I really look up to her. So I trusted what she said, and then I also consulted with a physician friend of mine about keto diet. Are they part of the black delegation? They are black people, yes. Part of the black delegation. Hand claps. So, <laughs> you know what they used to call the keto diet? They, they, they really, the let me what? tell you something, Glamazon. Is I, that what that is? The, the keto diet is the Atkins diet. Mm, this, this, don't just, listen to them. It's just re, it's just re- they don't give a diet. fuck about you. They got heavy periods and they want you to have one too. So I've bombs. had a heavy period since I started menstruating. Bombs. The clots are real, unfortunately. Bombs. So heavy periods and what else? They they they, 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 they got thyroid. Thyroid. Every period we of all thyroid. got thyroid, so oh we need a thyroid. There's a swole up like some drumsticks. <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> Eat flaming hot and shit. Pop it! Where did you flaming hot and shit? Did y'all know that red dye number 40 is illegal in Europe? Like, I, I ate a bag of flaming hots in Europe and they weren't red, but they still tasted good. Yeah. Fucking good. Yeah, the red dye. I, I red told dye it, number 40 is illegal out there. I tried to tell the lady that in, in, in the fucking gas station. She had like but five little kids. They was. It pissed me off, though, to find that out. Flaming hots like, in the morning. If Europe could ban this dye, knowing that it is hazardous to our health, why the fuck is America still making shit with it? They make money Because they're trying to fuck up the black community. Not just black community, because these little white kids eating flaming hots, too. Them kids is fucked up, too. I've been saying it for the longest. (laughs) Hot Cheetos and motherfucking blue superhero drinks is why the hood is these kids is fucked up they, they Superman. that red dot number 40 <laughs> and blue raspberry is not a fucking flavor man and then yellow number whatever the fuck it all is all fucking too. chemicals alright give me a rewind I remember one day I ate the fool off of this I have not eaten one since I was about 11 <laughs> the teacher tried to whoop me and I, I we had a fight <laughs> And then I had to say, they don't tell my mama. We, 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 we was bullshit, right? <laughs> because my mama gonna beat my ass. Here we go. Um, this is the question um, that came up today. Um, you know, you all know about the. I'm quite sure you probably know about what's been trending in social media today. Uh, the back and forth between um, Steve Harvey and, oh, and Monique. Monique. How did it start off? Because I saw your thoughts. Your thoughts. Everybody's thoughts. Come I on. just saw a clip. Of Steve Harvey telling Monique that she can't be flexing out here like that for her integrity when she asks people that depend on her. He's like basically telling her, you black and you got to 
take responsibility for the consequences of how you said what you felt you needed to say. And, like, I don't know what the context was before the clip that I saw on one of my friend's pages. But from the clip that I saw, I agree with Steve Harvey because Monique, and I know it's not even Monique. Like, she got a battery in her back from her husband. And yeah. that's the problem. The and people you never been, see. And people been saying this from day one when she met this guy and she started talking about that whole, oh, I give him a hall pass shit. They've been talking about this and how he, it just seems like he just influences her in in ways that aren't helpful for her since the beginning of their relationship. So for Steve to even mention his name and say, he can't come out here and flex like that. I'm like, damn, this man got out of control. Because I read a letter online from producer Will Packer of, Rain, of uh, I think it's Rainforest Films. Is his um yeah, his yeah. imprint? Yeah, and he did act like a uh, um act like a lady, think like a man. Yeah, and he also produced a movie that he put Monique in after the whole industry basically blackballed her, and he put out these emails between himself and her husband because her husband was going around basically like like going tit for tat with producers and directors uh about Monique, and he basically was implicating Will Packer of not respecting Monique and giving her what she deserved, even though Will Packer gave her an opportunity in that movie after everybody blackballed her, right? And so he, Will Packer put the, the message out there because he's like, I'm tired of you going around spreading all these lies about people disrespecting Monique when it's not Monique, it's you. And no one wants to work with her because of you. He put that letter out and I saw it on the shade room and I think they retracted it and took it down, but I don't forget shit. I read the whole and thing. The the those that know who know what. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And know what know who. So the thing is, the industry insiders know that. Mm-hmm. So she's really not defending herself. She's really defending her them. husband. And it's yeah. so sad. And that's her like she was really supposed to be cookie. You know. Right. But then he put the, you know He started talking too much shit. And and and, and uh what's that man's name? The one is uh, defending Juicy now. <laughs> juicy, uh, what's what's his name? <laughs> Big Daddy. They call Someone him Big juicy. Daddy. What the fuck is this man's Lee, name? Lee, uh, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels had to cut her off because her husband was being abusive, really, in his approach to him, and that's why she didn't get the role as Cookie because he was making these demand, all these demands on on Monique's behalf, and Monique was not speaking up for herself and saying this. He he. That's just him. She was literally letting him represent her with all of her professional friends. So the only reason, the, the, the only way she could get herself back together and reclaim herself, she has to do the separation, the divorce thing, mm-hmm. get away from him, yep. like Dwayne Wade did with his first wife. Exactly. Before he got with Gabrielle Union, because Dwayne Wade's wife was she doing was the same shit. She was toxic. So he was losing deals. That's why he was not lo- no longer with. Converse, mm-hmm. and that's why he was no longer with, you know, certain other deals and you know publications. And it's it's very inside. That's why I can't really say because you never know if he he might hear this or not. Anyway, uh, Monique really blew the gasket when she was on stage and said that Lee Daniels, oh God, Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, and somebody else. 
can suck her dick if she had one. She said that? Yeah. Oh, she done. So uh, come on. They extra. And you want to so she went against Netflix. Yeah, she she wanted to uh boycott Netflix because of the money they offer. She wanted us to boycott Netflix. But you along never with see her. dude. You know what I mean? And like she said, he's the battery that's in her back that's giving her all this shit. So, you know, until she loses everything, like, she need to really talk to Mary J. Blige. Oh, for real, for real. And Mary need to tell her, hey, you got to get rid of this nigga. She got this film over her eyes right now. Because, see, and it was, I just, I mean. She lost her weight. She was big. She I played remember, Precious Mama. I remember <laughs> all of this. She played Precious Mama. Her best role was ever, and the best thing she ever did in the movie was Run Up Them Stairs of Precious. It's just, it's just crazy. <laughs> did you see Run Up Them Stairs of Precious? She throwing she ran up it them all the way. She threw her ass up them stairs. She throwing it all the way. Dale, see your thoughts? They should have gave her the, the motherfucking steps. I don't Oscar. appreciate Steve Harvey <laughs> <laughs> inviting her on this show in front of an audience full of fucking white people trying to tell a back black woman what she should and shouldn't be doing in her motherfucking profession. That's some shit you call her on the phone and tell her. He I'm did speak sure to her. On the, he spoke to they, they They talked on the yeah, phone. That shit he said he talked to her before. Shouldn't have, it on, shouldn't on, have went on. that fucking way. But she agreed to coming on the show. all these fucking white people clapping at you fucking checking a black woman. On but fucking TV. I'm not too, with though. that shit. They okay, but let me ask you. I'm let me, not with that. And she agreed to come. I don't fuck with Steve they Harvey. They weren't even trying to check her. They just clapping with with. Well, let me ask. Let me ask the three of you all. Let me ask the three of you all. And I, I, I want. I want. Think about what I'm saying here when I ask this question, and I want you to take each one of y'all to take 20 seconds and, and come up with an answer. When is it going to stop on her behalf? When is what going to stop on her? When behalf? she leaves the dude. You say Period. when she leaves the dude. Like the same thing they're doing to her now is she's on top now. She said the foul shit that she said is a little different from what they did with Kevin Hart because they wanted him to host the Oscars, so they went back to 20. Oh nine, right? To check his tweets about his gay slander and his gay slurs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was his thing. She is on top. She has an Oscar. And she says that to the biggest black people in Hollywood. Yeah. Oprah? Tyler? This man has his own studio. Come on, man. He has his own studio. He's he's employing black people to work for him his whole when his whole when 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 he does his shows and he does his film crews they are a hundred percent black hold on yams time yams 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 the black delegation yams left and right black delegation yeah she, been, she back eating meat pop it go ahead uh she's on top and she said what she said so now she really acts herself out, man. She can't say this. I can get away with that saying they can suck my dick down at Murphy's on 76 at College Grove because You wouldn't um, say that shit at all. But you wouldn't say tell nobody to suck your dick. Come on now. Listen, I, I can get away with saying some foul shit, you know, yeah. to people that's up top. They may not never get up there. But then when they go back, somebody could be them filmed it in 2019. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> and then they come out eight years later. He told his motherfucker suck your dick. Pop. Yeah. And so now I'm supposed to be on my way. You know what I'm saying? Now I got a film role that is that's really gonna take me off of 79th Street. And yeah. and or what it, it could be the barbershop conversation. It could be this show here that pops. 
It could be reasonable ignorance. It don't have to be something else. It now we getting a million listeners a week. Now they going back and everything I done. done. They, they can go back in these shows and say, well, Michael Walton. The, 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 now I got that whole. What's they gonna trip. do? They gonna do? Dale, see your your thoughts about what I asked. When is it gonna stop for her? When is she has to? When is when is it gonna be? This has been going on for three or four years for her talking about this situation, period, over and over and over again. When is it going to stop for her, period? Period. Is she going to stop being funny and turn into a lecture? I said Delcia. No, 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 what, what, what I'm saying, like, you got to think. Like, <laughs> Is she going to stop being, she's thinking too too long. You gave her 4,800 seconds. Listen. I mean... <laughs> I'm just trying to get what what you mean stop. When is she gonna stop talking about it? When is she gonna stop? When is she gonna stop or when is she going to stop doing what? When is she gonna stop with this mantra or this this thing that she keeps holding on to? Period. Hollywood is against me shit. I'm guessing when goddamn it the residuals dry the fuck up. I don't know. When she finds herself at the fucking Whole Foods bagging groceries with an Oscar. She has a she has a Las Vegas residency going on right now. Oh, well, then she supposedly. good. So she should shut the fuck up then. So somebody's looking out for her. Oh, yes, most definitely. Somebody's she looking out for her. For, if you, her. for you to have a Las Vegas residency. Man, I could get a Las Vegas residency. They giving them motherfuckers out like fucking Cracker Jack boxes. On the GDL. <laughs> Shit. We could get one. Fuck. Be a staying in the holiday st- extended stay. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Shit. Busting in open. I know, right? Um, don't hide. Don't put the person in the, in, in the no. hiding spot. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys are such pigs. Yeah, we are. Oink 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 oink. Move your pocketbook. <laughs> right. <laughs> First Look. time I ever heard pocketbook was when I moved to New York in 2006, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's all they say in the south. Oh, what? It's your pocketbook. pocketbook. Yeah. I'd be like, "Hand me my purse." When is when is it going to stop? Okay, they got on. They now half of the black delegation was on Steve Harvey's ass about him shucking and jiving and saying that she has to shuck and jive now for the, for that white money or for the well, money, that's period. that's how they perceived it, but yeah. Because he said, in, 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 during the clip that was being played, he said something about it's going to affect the money that for... For his children and for his grandchildren. His children, grandchildren, for the for family. for the sake of his integrity, just stop. The flow. But he says in private, she's right. Listen, what Steve Harvey... He said she was right, but she went about it the wrong way. Yes. Do you agree with that? Steve Harvey never said yes. Do you agree with with Steve Harvey? I understood exactly what Steve Harvey was saying in that clip. That he said, you black out here. That's what he led with. And... They he white. lost all of his his actual like reservation when he said that to her, and you could feel in his energy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. you just say that shit. What, what what do you mean by reservation? Please Look, expound. everybody got a white voice. Yeah, and and Steve Harvey definitely put on his white voice and his white persona for his show. Right, but he literally brought all of that down when he said, "You black out here." 
And only other black people understand what that means. His white audience didn't understand what that truly meant. They understood the, what heard, the fuck he was saying. What I heard. He said, this is a green game. This is about the money. This is a money game. That's what he said. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and when he said that, though, I heard the desperation. Like, he loves her. And he wants the best for her. And he really wants to see her do well. And he just wanted her to understand, like, it's not about what you're saying and what you stand for. It's how you came about it. Yeah. And that was it because her husband is tacky. He doesn't have, he has no cooth. You know what? To an extent, I agree with you about the husband as she breathes through the, in the microphone. Because that's not her. That's not, that's not the Monique that we know. Because I, I've grown up watching Monique, and Monique has always been a confident woman about her business. And now it just seems like she's being petty. But I that agree, pettiness I, does not seem like it's coming from her. I agree with you about the, the husband is in the way he's, giving, he's, he's making his mark, trying to prove his point. He's been trying to prove his point, trying to be a, you know, he's the, he's the husband, the manager, and whatever other, other be, title. He wants to be important. The, the title, whatever. What it is. Sometimes you got to know your place. At the same time, he's standing up for his woman. And he, but he's he, masking his own agenda with standing up for his woman. And that's where people who love Monique can see that, and that's why people have given her chances. That's why she does have a residency. That's why Steve allowed her to come on his platform. No one wants to be bothered with a person that, that's hard to get along with, that's hard to deal with. No. At all. Nobody wants to be bothered with that. But it's okay. not her. Uh, it's me, not... Al me alone. What about her? Same way. They can't stand her in Hollywood. But they deal with her, though. And they, they tried to, they, they brought her back on Empire. Yeah. And they said, my, my boy was her security for the firm that's here. He said, man, she out of control. She, she down there don't want people to look at her. Well, she got some. She got and, some traumas that she needs to. He said, "What traumas does she have?" He said, I don't "They know. couldn't she even." Only, know, only she knows that. They couldn't even. Like the only time she talked to people on the set is when they was recording and they doing their lines. After that, then nobody fuck with her. That's fucked up because After think the about second this, day, Nia Long is is one of the most beautiful women ever. But at the same time, she could have had the same career trajectory, like Regina King. Yeah. But you know what? She got too big headed and she thought she was more than what she was. So tell you gotta get this your system rebooted. Like like the old TV they used to jump and you gotta slap it on the side. Boop. Get that motherfucker rewrite. Re yeah, so it can, it stop. I mean, the, the 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 husband is getting in the way, has been getting in the way for the last whatever. Whenever they do that I mean, whenever they do that podcast or or the video podcast, you get to see what he looks like and see him talk then. And it's okay for the talk up for your for your woman and, and, and everything and be in her He's corner problematic. and stay, stay in that. But you got to pick and choose your what? So, someone battles. who loves you. You got to pick and choose your battles. Someone who loves you would not stop your money. And he's stopping her money. And he stopped her money more than once. That is actually an abusive relationship. Ain't right no, man in our, no man in our family telling her what's, what's really and going on. And once he made her squirt and made her lose the weight and got her shaking her knees and all feeling that herself. shit. Feeling herself. Pop it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil, but, <laughs> Mike, no, you, you speaking some real shit yeah, I right know, now. I know, Because once a woman feels empowered it. and then she feels that that empowerment has come from this man, she feels indebted. Like, whatever you need, baby, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you call somebody ass. daddy like that, you know, and you... I mean, I call my husband daddy, but I ain't brainwashed. I mean, but you call... but but. 
Okay, we'll see in about an hour. She's 45 plus. <laughs> what they got to do? I'm still going to be calling him daddy at 45. Like, you still call change. him daddy and you have your own father that, you know, that. that that's not the same. Yeah, right. That's two things. How's it not the same? I don't even Your call father. my dad. Here we go. Daddy. Rewind, rewind. I don't even call my dad daddy. What do you call your dad? Joseph. Huh? Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Like the Jacksons, Joseph. <laughs> you call your daddy no. by his first name? No, I do not. That's disrespectful. I call my dad E Dad, which is actually age in Spanish, but it's daddy backwards. I don't know why, but when we were learning how to speak, we said daddy backwards, and that's just what it's been. So I call him E-Dad and my father, but I don't call him daddy. I've never Because your father daddy. and your daddy are definitely two different He's people. my dad, and he's my E-Dad, and he's my father, but I never call him daddy. You don't call your dad, your, you don't call your, 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 uh, your father daddy? Nope. Why not? Because <laughs> when I met him, he introduced me, introduced himself to me. Mm-hmm. As Lester, so that's what I call him. So if he were to introduce you as I'm your daddy, then no, what? he's not gonna say that. So no, 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 no. Answer the question correctly. If he would have introduced you yourself, he him wouldn't si- have never said no shit like that. He would have just came up with saying I'm Lester. He came. Hey, Delcia. Yes. Someone told me that I'm Lester. Oh, nice to meet you. Someone told me that you like such and such and such and such. This gift is for you. Tell your grandmother I'll call her later. That's exactly how that went. How old were you? I was 11 years old. Was you watching 227? Nope. We were outside talking shit. I'm talking about, was you a 227 fan? No, not really. Okay. How long have you been called? You would have recognized that your daddy... My name God. was the same daddy's name as it's the daddy on two two seven. Lust. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Pop it. Look, I never you really, know. I never really answered the question though. I truly believe that it's gonna be over for Monique as far as this whole thing she's going through when she wakes up and realizes that what's been going on is truly not been her. And who said that? Was that you, Mike, that said she got to go through the whole divorce thing to really, like, separate herself separate from this? Separate herself like, from she, I mean, because everybody knows, like, the fact that Steve said that man's name like that, and no one else really, I mean, they can put two and two together. But the fact that he got that personal to even say that man's name like that on public television, he Same calling the man Same shit Mary J. Blige went through, man. Okay. Same thing. Same shit. Because she we, was fucked up. Okay, we fucked. That's, that's, that's good and all. You don't call your own father daddy. No, why would that I? That upsets you, huh? Why would I? <laughs> you never called him daddy at ever. E dad. Even when you was a child. E dad. Uh, okay. Ask my friends. Ask my cousin. Ask- e dad. E dad. Daddy, and then you got daddy. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Y'all, man, y'all make this shit narratives for your fucking selves. Yeah, your yes, we do, because that's what we can do. That's yep. what you make this narratives for your fucking self. There is nothing that is a standard. It's whatever you, you want to make to, it. You call your child you, as a child. Sometimes you call as a child or as a as a as never. a uh, 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 never a never. parent and a child. Never. You call you say the word dad. Never. Nope. We said e dad. As a matter of fact, I've never heard that shit. You say e dad. That's some bullshit. As a matter of fact, you want to call my dad right now? He was joking. When he was like, "What do you call your dad?" and he was like, "Joseph." My granddaddy Joe. All of his kids called him Joe. But you said the word granddaddy though. All of his kids called him Joe. You said the word granddaddy. Her granddaddy. My granddaddy. My granddaddy. Your granddaddy. Daddy. 
granddaddy. That's no, those two, my those grand, two, no, no, those two no, words are listen, connected. No, that that doesn't connect for me because I never had a grandfather, so I don't even know what that's like. Well, my kid calls me daddy. Right. Brittany calls me pops. Bitch, <laughs> the mom will get sixty dollars to go call me daddy for four hours <laughs> on Stony Island. Right, daddy. Stony, oh no, yeah. baby. Yeah. So you call your Sunday husband? You call, you call, you've called a guy daddy hey, before, baby. That you dated and had sexual relations before? Nope. Okay. You've called. You call your husband? You had the right daddy. Yes. Dickin. You was a lie. Yes. I hear a lot because, of great dick in my life, and, and you, you never said the word. You never said the word daddy. Not the fuck at all, because that shit cornball to me. Cornball. Just like a motherfucker asking me whose pussy is this. If you don't get your corny ass up, <laughs> that shit corny. And any dude I fuck with know the type of bitch I am, so they not finna put themselves in I'm that situation. You've said it. You've said it. I was fucking with a motherfucker this past summer. He was like, "You like poppy dick, don't you? Why are you calling you yourself poppy? You said it, didn't you? Why are you calling you yourself?" Did, Poppy, no. Don't sit up here and lie on the podcast. I not, no, I did not. Don't lie for the podcast. No, I did not. I don't you have, have to said lie. it before. No, I did not. You said it today. No, no, not at all. You need the right. You need the right sticking to go down. Trust me. Put that motherfucker in your ass. Trust me. He put that in your anal. Trust me. You were going downstairs and had a house coat. Go around there and get us some cheese and Doritos and some hot peppers on it. And trust me. I I've had and will continue to have that shit just corny to me. I feel you on that. It's corny as fuck. Like foot. You like daddy dick, don't you? Why the fuck is you calling you know yourself why? daddy, you cornball you know ass Poppy's nigga? dick. You said Poppy's you, daddy, dick. Daddy, Poppy? No, <laughs> this motherfucker calls like himself a... Poppy. And I'm like, nah, stop talking. Nah, but you know talking. what, though? I, no, I agree with you. I agree with you that it is corny. Because it is, because I, I tell the truth of sex. The pussy I, good. Is this my dick? Yeah, yours and Lisa, Kim's, Tawanda's. People want to feel yeah, special of in me, the moment. And that's, and that's why it's corny to me, because people want to feel special in the moment. And it's like, you trying to, okay, yeah, go ahead. Like, to me, daddy, that is a title that is earned because you're taking care of me and you treating me the way I want to be treated. You're taking care of me like a daddy would. That's so if I call you that, you, you're taking care of me, not just digging me down proper. You got me in everything. So, yes, you're daddy. Yes, you got that, daddy. So it's not corny when it's in that context no, when, when you actually aren't that shit. But when a nigga be like, yeah, you like daddy dick on some, you just met him that on some Netflix and chill shit. Fuck. I had a, no, me and my husband joke about it all the time. Cause this one guy, I told him, I was like, he was like, oh, you gotta call me Poppy. Like, through text message, like, oh, I'm not just one of your regular niggas. You gotta call me Poppy. Why the fuck you elevating yourself to Poppy status? That's a status. That's just not something you say. You need to earn that shit. That's how I feel about daddy or Poppy or any of that. Yeah, like, dude. And, 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 and that does not, like, the, the characteristics of a daddy, someone who cares for you, who is nurturing, who protects you, who is always going to be there. Those are the characteristics that I associate with daddy. And I don't associate daddy with my father like I have some kind of complex or whatever. That's not what it is. It's the characteristics of what we identify as a daddy. So if my romantic partner embodies that, he can get that title. You know, but if you quit, agree. quit agreeing with her, I agree. But if the you fuck just out of here, quit agreeing with that logic. 
That's some bullshit ass logic. <laughs> no, it is not. Well, That's you don't fit daddy's status. So, how, so of course logic. you don't think that it's bullshit. Man, eat logic. that. Eat Look, that. Mike, daddy. Mike over here like, I feel that shit though. You over shit. here like, That's some bullshit. Because you don't understand. You ain't no daddy. I'm, you ain't daddy. Hey, I've been daddy. I've been called daddy by my by my daughters. You are As son. You are dad. You are D. father. Daddy. You are daddy. Which you daddy. daddy. Exactly. It's a big and difference between my daddy and my daddy. Motherfucker, yes. this is all we just trying to say. The inflection in the word so denotes when I when I want my that, dad's attention, that, I don't go dad, I don't go daddy. Shows, I say Lester. That shows or dude. That shows uh, daughter to 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 dad to father uh, uh, situations. No, me and my daddy cool as it fuck. Is, it, okay. it is contingent upon so, so listen, person listen, to listen, person. So listen, 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 listen. No, 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 no. You on them. Was you in your relationship with your father that you had before he, his demise? Did you call him dad? Yeah. Okay. I called him dad and I called him daddy and I called him father. Okay. Father. Father, I, daddy, yeah, you different. Pops, right? well, I don't know no nigga to call you old phone, man. Father. I call my mom mother. Yeah. My father, yeah, but I have really, my father. It's really like Our in, father, in my father, da- yeah, yeah, I've said that. I mean, no. shit. My, I, I will call my my, my dad father in jest, like father, like when I'm joking with him and shit, because we are a very playful. The only family. time I ever said father, mother, is our father who father. art in heaven. How that be thy name? be thy name. My aunties and they call my grandmother. Thy will be done. Blackface Jesus as in heaven. <laughs> like, they didn't start calling her mama until they started having kids. But they grew up calling their parents by their first fucking names. Here we go. Rewind. <laughs> 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 they don't know what happened with that segment there, but go ahead. Yeah, you want um, this bullshit around. Yeah, you mad. I Not at all. <laughs> yeah, you not are. Not at all. Not at all. Oh my god! This man. every time she comes, we we go through this. You know that we go we be on opposites. It's not it's no problem with me. I like it. By the way, I knew oh, my uh, old man when I was thirty. Real quick, his name was Larry. I grew up with, uh, admiring Larry Hoover. You know what I call him to this day? What? What's up, Mallow? Uh, when I when I call him for his birthday, his birthday May the seventh. What's up, Mallow? Real He's quick. Like, so one year I call him May the eighth. He like, man, you missed my birthday yesterday. I said, nigga, you missed 30. Pop it, bitch. You, you way behind. He said, your mama said you would say anything. I said, I don't know, nigga. You, the fuck is wrong how with you? How dare you, though? Yeah. How dare you? You missed my quick. birthday You missed my birthday. Yeah, I'll, I'll kick your ass. I turn a meme. Tyomi. I got a burner phone. I turn a meme. <laughs> Real quick, Tyomi. <laughs> I got a burner phone. This nigga tell me something. You didn't call me yesterday. Bitch, my phone was off. You, maybe if you would've gave me some money for 30 years, I'd have my own fucking phone account. Oh, my bitch. God. Don't say that. Anyway, Tyomi. <laughs> Father. Pop it. <laughs> Bangers. Oh, man, Father. <laughs> I don't Hey, um, shout out to Ab1 on everything. Shout out Pac-Man Prov um, for the shout out. And, uh, Pac-Man, yeah. Shout out to everybody that's left comments on. Um, that left comments on SoundCloud and on iTunes. I appreciate you. Continue to rate us. Continue to subscribe. Continue to share us, period. Uh, the podcast, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. We are still, we're four years in come June, but we're still growing. Yes, four fucking years in. 
Congratulations. We're, sti- um, we're, we're growing. Yeah, we got uh, no, Mike been on one today, man. Yeah. On one. Yeah, and listen, right quick. Uh, a young lady by the name of KP, Kim, got in contact with another lady. And they're, they're listeners of the show. And the young lady's name is uh, Clydette. Clydette, uh, what's her name? Clydette Johnson. She's from Kansas City, Missouri. Shout out to KC, Missouri. And she's from Missouri. Which is like coffee mugs or whatever. Coffee, uh, what you call them? Coffee cups. Coffee cups, but what, what, what they keep it hot or keep yeah, it cold. Thermals. thermals, that's what I'm saying. And she said that she didn't get Delcia one because we changed uh, co-host. co-host so much. So now Delcia's name is spelled. Go ahead, Delcia. Spell your name. D Y L C I A. Because she had last name Jam- Draco. Jamal drove out here in that full Nelson the whole way out here because she seen his cup and. Uh, <laughs> The police pulled not. us over, and I said, they they in a lover's court right now because she calls her father Lester. Pop <laughs> <laughs> He calls his, like his daddy father. <laughs> so rewind. Daddy. Let us go do this podcast. We take you to jail afterwards. Uh, Tayomi, real quick, can you update us what what's going on with you? Everything. I'm doing a tour right now called Cocktails and Condoms. It's a conversation and play series, and it will be coming to Chicago April 13th. Okay. And I'm also on tour with the Exotica Expo, the wait, largest. Wait, wait. Yeah. Are we invited? Yeah. April 13th? Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. guests? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. Okay. Hey, what's yeah. up with Rock and Shay? Oh, they're coming to, sh- to uh, Chicago's Exotica show. I'm when is that? They'll Four be at our after party. When is that? April 5th. Can we get them here? Hell yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, what do you cool. think about uh, yeah. March the 4th? It's a Monday. March. I'm gonna need you to do this Monday night mingle thing. March fourth. I'm in New York. Oh, New York. Okay. All right. Yeah, I live in Harlem B. Harlem. Uptown. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So cocktails and condoms. What is cocktails? <laughs> what is cocktails and condoms? It is a conversation and play show. So you get to ask a panel of sex experts all of your sex and relationships questions, and you get to ask those questions anonymously. So you submit your questions inside of a Q and A box. You get free cocktails, and we also do demos. So we don't just talk about sex. We show you different sexual techniques that you can, can use. Can I hear your first partners. question right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you know that you had a strong sexual passion? Like, what age was? You? She said she closed her legs at six years old and held them together, and she had a sensation <laughs> on my own. So, how old were you? Well, I mean, I knew I had an attraction to men at like age four, mm. and Damn. then, and then, like at age eight, was like my first, I guess you could say, like pleasurable experience. But I remember when I was a kid. One of my you was starting out in the sunshine. Baby. One one of my great uncles had. We were at Bennigan's. I will never forget this. It's that impressionable on me. We were at Bennigan's, and they don't even exist no more, right? No. 
and my mom and him were having a conversation and somehow like our birthdays my sister and I are twins and our birthday came up in conversation and he was like oh they're Scorpios and he was like oh you know what they say about Scorpios now these are adults talking right but I'm listening to them and I hear this and so that question was in my mind for a very long time what do they mean by that you know about Scorpios so when I got old enough I started looking into the zodiac and I started reading about it and I was like oh I understand what my uncle was talking about. So then all these questions started coming in my mind, like, how does he know that? Da, da, da. So I had a very, like, oh, like I had an awareness very early on that, like, oh, Scorpios, people were born under this star sign, have a natural inclination towards sexual things. And I mean, I grew up in the church, and I was always very fascinated by the stories of, like, infidelity, because I never understood why it was such a big deal. And I used to hate how they would always, like, persecute or... Um, demonize the people in the Bible that were like sexually free because I always felt like, damn, I already feel this way, like this is okay. Yeah, well, so, you being Jones me, sitting up in yeah. the pool pit with his, with his dog legs gapped open, exactly, showing all his nuts, <laughs> with his tight ass, <laughs> so sexual repression in the church. Hey, y'all need to get him a robe. <laughs> Deacon so Jones, I, he, he, he looking at these little girls around this, motherfucker. Yeah, no, so what is what, what seriously your in church though? What did your twin do? Don't she's say a she's nurse. a mechanic at the motherfucker. No, she's CTA a nurse. She's a registered nurse. Okay. She graduated from Illinois Wesleyan University. She know, popped so. that pussy too. Pop it! She <laughs> pops her pussy whenever she wants, however Ooh. she wants. You know, we are free women to do what we please. I'm going to hit this lucky but big lotto for 200000 Let me see what y'all about though. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cocktails and condoms though. It's going to be great. Exotica's going to be great. Uh, Rock and Shay will be there signing for those that missed them last year. And um, Cocktails and Condoms, once you ask the questions, then you get to play as well. It's going to be a soft play party. Soft play meaning no penetration, no exposure of genitalia. But you can be spanked. You can kiss. You can Are all do... your play parties like that? Yeah. Um, you can jack off an audience. You can't jag off in the audience <laughs> at, at cocktails and condoms. But are you are your play parties like that? Soft play? I have soft play parties and I have full on play parties where anything goes. I do have some restrictions though on certain types of play that's kind of hard and that would require us to like have waivers signed. But a soft play party does not include any type of penetration, not of your mouth, anus, or vagina. Anybody no genitals exposure. What's a blood play party? <laughs> well, I don't know about blood play parties, but I do know that blood play is just dealing with like you know bringing blood to the surface. So like playing with needles and knives and things like that. And Fuck that! The God tell us, damn! Tell, tell us about your experience with the knife that time. Oh yeah, so at the Exotica Expo that's coming here April fifth through the seventh, I did a, a stage performance with King Noir and Jet Setting Jasmine. King Noir is also a hip-hop artist from New Jersey named Hassan Salam, and he um, does like a kinky hip-hop performance, and I, I am one of the models that they use. So he was like, hey, would you be into doing knife play? Now, I saw one of their porn, porns that, you know, involved knife play, and I was oddly aroused by it. Mm. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> Could have went to more on I'll try it. But, but the thing was, <laughs> he, they told me to wear fishnets because they were going to like basically cut it off of me, but the like knife... Like roast beef. Like, uh, getting yeah. untied. So, you so fucking stupid, <laughs> y'all. Y'all can't! <laughs> so, so, the knife that he had was not his typical knife. 
because it had like a little notch on the end. So it was getting snagged on the fishnets because with knife play, you basically drag the side of the knife along the body. So the side of the knife is very smooth. It's special knives that you use for this type of play. It's not just any, any old knife. So it kept getting snagged in my fishnets and I was like, in, internally freaking out but I'm on a stage there's lights on me there's a crowd looking in and we have to keep that shit sexy so I'm sitting here like this knife is dragging across me and it's getting snagged and I'm like king be careful as I'm trying to keep a smile and so I was like okay this experience could have been a lot sexier if he had his actual knives like the, the ones that he's used to dealing with but they took him at TSA so oh, that was so they, they took experience. his Ginsu knives that he ordered yeah. off the infomercial <laughs> yeah. at 2.30 in the morning. Yep. They cut <laughs> through a steel belt tight and all that. Yes, yes. King Noir and Jet Setting Jasmine will be at the Exotica Expo venue at my booth. Yep. Okay, so it's going to be a lituation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Will, they all going to be gonna at be the here. Sexpert Corner. going to kill them niggas outside and yes. fuck they ladies. <laughs> Bomb! <laughs> you ain't got to kill them, man. <laughs> it's all love in the sex community. Where are you going it's to? all free. Oh, I'm going to 18 different cities in the United States with cocktails and condoms, including New York, Atlanta, New Orleans, Boston, D.C. Miami is our first show next weekend, next Friday. Hand claps. At, uh, on South Beach at the World Erotic Art Museum. So super excited about that. Real nice. It is. And then we got New York right after that, March 1st, and New Jersey, March 2nd. So... Got a lot of work to do between now and then to get all those events together. I might go next Friday. I'm, I'm being blackface. Hey, don't be in blackface. <laughs> hey, don't, don't show up to my show looking like that, man, because I'm going to lose my shit. And I got to be a host, man. You can't be showing up like that. You can't explain that. how Jesus was his dick sucked. <laughs> I have the blackface. <laughs> Real quick. Lord. I was at my grandmother's house one time, and I was flipping through the cable. And the show Black Jesus that came yeah, on. Yeah, that show. Yeah. So my girl was like, ooh, Black Jesus, turn it on. I'm like, Grandma, I don't think that that's <laughs> like the Black Jesus you're looking for. She was like, just turn it on. So I turns it on and like she's watching it. She like, what the fuck is this? My <laughs> Jesus don't act like that. <laughs> exactly. She didn't have a problem with him being black. She just like, what kind of bullshit is this? So that goes back to tell you how black folks are going to act when they find out Jesus is black. Go look at the episode as, of Good Time. As a girl, Florida that could not up, take that. She yeah. was pissed off. As as she was me at the wine up. Church. I grew up in the church. That's why that joke is so funny to me because I know you're not lying. I grew up I in the church. Know too. you're not lying. Yeah. Here we go. Um, rewind. Going around. Here's the question. I'm going around. Um, be ready to answer. I was feeling vulnerable about fatherhood because my girl, dating two years, is eight months pregnant. I told her I was feeling depressed about that. She crossed the room and punched me in my chest and told me to man up. What the fuck is wrong with this violent beast? What to do? Delcia. At one hand, I can kind of see why she punched him because shit, she, if it's new to her too. But on the other hand, I think that how he feels is completely normal, being a first-time father. So he should just check that bitch. Bitch, keep your hands to your motherfucking self. Not unless you want to walk around here with your eye leaking up out your motherfucking face. Magic. D-N-A test. <laughs> follow, follow your first mind, bro. You know what's happening. You, you, do. you seen the phone lighting up at 3.30 in the morning, lighting the whole room up. You know what she on. 
That's James, baby. <laughs> Tyomi. I think that they both need to hold empathetic space for each other because if this is their first child together, it's something that is a new experience and their emotions are all over the place. She's hormonal and frustrated that she has to carry the baby and feeling like he don't have a right to feel how he's feeling. But how he's feeling is valid because everything is shifting in his life. So I think that they just need to love on each other and hold each other and know like they're on the same team because when the baby comes here, I mean, they're going to have to do it together. get that bullshit up out of here. That's safe-ass Yeah, answer. that was no, a great answer. No, truth, though. <laughs> Mello, I'm the therapist go. here. I'm the therapist. Here we go. I'm when that baby born, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> DNA over here, baby. Here we go. <laughs> right out the room with the motherfuckers. Next one. Her Tinder profile is a great pick of her seated at an exercise machine. Our convo is healthy living. She's in great shape, except for a huge hump on her back. Born with it. <laughs> she gave me a blowjob, but the hump was coming towards me. <laughs> like, I was a, like I was in a horror film. Advice. Magic Mike. Do the humpty hump. Bounce! <laughs> humpty hump. Whatever you want is a good head. Just call it humpty hump. Pop it! <laughs> she can't see her face. <laughs> they can tell she's face. And if your lady, if your lady find out about it, tell her ain't nobody humping around. <laughs> I cannot. Do the humpty hump. <laughs> he said the hump. He said the hump was coming towards his face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's a lipoma, and she should go to the doctor to he, see if she he can has have a head from a camel. <laughs> but she gave me a blowjob, but the hump was coming towards me. <laughs> so you give a look at motherfucker. Close your eyes. Bombs! Close your eyes. So I got to tell y'all this story, man, before we go. No more questions. Uh, I got one more. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. God, you ain't get We got Tyomi. one minute. Tayomi. She done. She done. You don't want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Fuck it, man. You didn't <laughs> So you know I got the iPhone 10, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me, let me do this real quick. This go is ahead. We only got a minute. Boyfriend left his laptop open, so I viewed his purchase history on an adult site. He bought anal beads, size 11 heels, and flavored lotion. He hasn't used these items with me. I confront him. He said, you really don't want to know that side of me. Advice. <laughs> he fucking the White Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, at least he was being honest. <laughs> he wear his shoes and put the anal beads in his ass. Him and the White Howard have a good time. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's a side of himself that he enjoys and he probably thinks she's going to judge him for it. So it's like, That's if you're ready to hear it, then it well, holds I space ask you the for question. him. Well, there's some coach boots. There's some coach boots. He had a lemmies on. That last question took me out. I can't even. <laughs> go ahead, real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, met a new chick. I got the iPhone 10. She bullshitting around. I falls asleep. She wants to get nosy. Got my phone. Stories. Then she has my wallet. I wake up. She got my license. This bitch trying to scam my face Shut off the, the license. The fuck <laughs> up. This bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> if you don't get the fuck up, I'll True story. 
Hell no. Shut the fuck up. Genius bitch. But that's why I don't fuck with bitches that wear yellow heels. That shit wasn't genius. Yeah, yeah, genius. That shit was messy as hell. Yeah, I'm just glad I went at home. She probably would have had them all on the mantelpiece going over my pictures, my eighth grade pictures. Yeah, but that's not how it works, though. That's what. Yeah, she don't know no better. (laughs) She ain't genius then. Pussy was great, though. Shit, that's why I was asleep. <laughs> One more question. Here we go. Goodness he God. was married for ten years and ended it before we met. He has a great relationship with his ex-wife, and I'm concerned about that. Bitch, you're stupid. There are no kids involved, but they still talk to each other about beers, movies, and trying to be special. Like they're still dating. Should you're I be wary? She's trying to be special. Like, she wants to feel special. At the end of the day, you have a 10-year relationship with this woman who you're good with. Why would he end that relationship just to be with you, bitch? You're not special. Go if get y'all, the little bees from the last if, person. Right. Man, and, them, and them 11. Uh, do all of that shit. Have I mean, fun. Maybe they just didn't work as a, a married couple and, like, they just work better as friends. And they're like, friends. they're friends. Exactly. Girl, get over yourself. You're not special. You're not special, sis. Last one. Here we go. Real quick. I'm from Sweden. Sweden, Li- y'all. I'm, f- I'm from Sweden, living in Texas. Fell in love with a beautiful, petite black woman. <laughs> Finally met her family. Her mom, two sisters, and aunt are all six foot two plus. <laughs> her father, like myself, is five, solid five foot nine. I love this woman. I'm afraid our future <laughs> daughters will be Amazons. Why are you afraid of that? That's a blessing. Amazons are a blessing to this world. Get used to it. If your daughters are bigger than you, just know they can protect you if ever you get into some shit. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Signed by an Amazon woman who protects her father who is 6'2". Yeah. Signed by You're 6'2"? My father, yeah. He dad's daddy, right? He dad's daughter, yes. Your thoughts? Get the fuck over yourself. Thank you. Like, so what? Your daughters will be tall. Do you either want a tall daughter or you want an ugly daughter? God damn it. Stop being so <laughs> fucking choosy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take tall over ugly. Magic. Just get a healthy daughter, man. You, you look, who says you're going to be around and have a kill with this motherfucker anyway? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, if it is to be, it's to be up to me. Thank y'all for listening to us for 182 episodes, man. We appreciate you all. We appreciate all the guests. We appreciate everything from y'all. Listen, when you all live 100 years minus a day, so I want to know what good people like you passed away. And one more thing. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. That being said, we reasonable ignorance. I'm, I'm Magic Mike. That's Jamal Shabazz Hooks, a.k.a. King Bula. Bula. They'll see y'all. D-E-L underscore C-E-E underscore A-H and Glamazon Tayomi. Mm-hmm. The gonna, one and only. We're going to start a GoFundMe for us some new boots for the next winner. Thank you. Right now today's size 26 <laughs> for E-Dodge Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I mean, Bombs. Cool. Thank you.